All righty. We are off and running on episode... 43. 43. (laughs) This guy forgot. Thanks. Yeah, well, uh, what can I say? Two weeks. Um, No, we're not two weeks. I just told you 10 minutes ago. This guy forgot. Two weeks. (laughs) It was two weeks since our last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we got caught up in travel and stuff like that, which I knew was going to be a problem, but... Where'd you end up going? Uh, so I was in Cincinnati two weeks ago, and then I was in South Dakota, uh, this week, last week, this week. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's been a lot of, I feel like, news that's happened or broke within the past two weeks that I, I have a lot to talk about if you, I don't know if you do, but. Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about the same topics. I mean, let me, uh, just kick off by maybe, and I'll hold, I'll hold judgment until we get through this entire hour, but let me maybe, uh, talk about an apology to GoPro, um, because obviously we've had some technical issues over the last couple of, uh, video, um, things and i i think i've got it figured out right so we we sort of knew that we were recording in 5k like 60 frames per second it didn't make any sense and that's of course what was happening so it was overheating so i think what we're doing here is we're downscaling to 2.7k or we're recording in 2.7k at 60 frames a second um and and i turned off gps right because it was doing everything it was recording the gps locations and yeah I mean, obviously just... we're here and, and we're not moving so who, <laughs> who gives a crap about that so yeah, um fair enough i think i've got the settings now we might have to tweak it again but this should now not overheat after 30 minutes so all right yeah i mean that, that we'll, we'll check in it we'll check in at the 35 minute mark and if it's still running then i'll i'll uh give my full apologies to gopro and uh I know I was kind of pissed at him last time we talked. Well, but. yeah, I mean, fair enough, though. Like, I don't even think I know of anyone, unless you have one. I don't know anyone that has a 4K television, or, like, over 4K. You said 5K? You would have to it have, like... It records in 5K, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know anyone that would have a monitor or television no, I mean, or something yeah, to watch At this that. point, you would need an 8K TV. I mean, everybody's yeah. got 4K TVs, but... Um, I don't know anyone with an 8K, is what I meant to say. No, 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 not yet. I mean, it's only a matter of time, so... Like I said, yeah, they're, with, yeah. they're ahead of the game, so that's the cool thing. So, anyway, that's my my uh, mea culpa for uh, bitching at GoPro unfairly, and I kind of knew I was just venting, but hopefully it'll work out. We'll see. I'm still having some problems with the power handle. Um, we've got all kinds of cords attached to it that give it power, and I'm also... So the other thing that was really weird, last time I, I was trying to uh, funnel the mic feed into the GoPro so I could just pull the video and it would all be synced, and, and I had it last time, and it was really weird because... The first 27 minutes of the of the recording were no audio at all on the GoPro. Oh, weird. And then all of a sudden, in the 27th minute, the audio started. And I was like, what the hell happened there, right? Yeah. It was connected, and, and I don't know what happened. So I I have it now. Again, I think what we're trying to do is... is have it synced, right? Yeah, our, our audio feed should be going right into the GoPro as the audio instead of it picking up from the microphone, which is crap. Um crap in the sense it's not very good for podcasts right um so we'll see i mean hopefully that'll all work out if not i'll layer over the uh the the podcaster um thing like i have been doing but i'd really like to avoid it because it'll just save me a little bit of headache with syncing 
So anyway, that's it. Um, we can get into things. I think we need to talk about clothes because I know two weeks ago we were like, yeah, we're about to launch the clothes. And then, of course, I traveled and didn't do anything. So my fault. Um, we still have the tease here. Uh, we're going to take pictures after this podcast ends, and we are going to absolutely get them up. I think what we decided to do is we're going to Black Friday, right? Going to do a Black Friday thing. So right. um, they'll be up, I guess. Uh, they'll be up Friday. Uh, I yeah. promise, right? So yeah. we're going to have the the tease out. Did we decide if we're going to take pre-orders on hoodies or we're going to hold off on no, that? Or? I think we're going to hold off on that until... Because I don't know. Remember, she the manufacturer's like thing is kind of up in the air with if she's going to do it or if she, her friend's going to do it. Like, Oh, right. You know she, what I mean? She's yeah, moving. Yeah, so. yeah, she's moving. Got it. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll have the tease up and then we still have some leftover um, stuff from the previous generational drops so it'll be up there we'll have a black friday sale with that kind of stuff um actually a lot of that older stuff is up right now live on sale so if you want to get your latest and greatest uh exclusive minds wear just go to the website exmnds.com um exclusive minds dot what was it us i don't even remember we have all these domains oh, everything yeah, but right. dot com right <laughs> everything but dot com except so, for the exm nds.com right i think if you go to exclusive minds podcast.com you'll get there as well we own that yeah. domain um but yeah you can find us and uh, the links will be in the uh, show notes as well so if you want to help support us go to the close um buy some stuff that always helps and then uh Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you <laughs> yeah. like. Make sure you leave some feedback on all the services. And again, video is now live on YouTube, which also will be up on Rumble. Um, and I think Spotify has been video podcast as well. The last two episodes, at least I have been oh, uploading great. video. Um, great, great, I don't great. listen to s- stuff on Spotify, so I, I never actually right. double checked it. But I don't watch it on um, Spotify. Everything yet. should be video except for Apple, which is obviously. Yeah, audio I mean, only. I've been thinking a lot about that too because now Apple's like arguably one of like the most profitable companies, and they're still raising their prices. To I guess with yeah. inflation and everything. Yeah, I so just it's got like, that memo thirty two bucks for uh, yeah, the so, one account thing or whatever. So I don't know if that means I'm going to tra- change over to Spotify. I mean, granted, it's only like a couple dollars or whatever it is, but still, it's like if you have a competitor that does the same exact thing, like what sense doesn't mean make to go up and and i don't understand why that they're like i said they're like one of the most profitable companies why are they upping their price they could probably take uh, a hit for uh, a there's a reason why they're the most profitable company because <laughs> they charge a serious margin for shit yeah, uh, you know i don't know i just saw that and i was like this doesn't add up quite but hey speaking of profitable companies i guess you want to uh, <laughs> i you want to talk about like anything or anything that involves the twitter yeah. kind of stuff i guess that would be kind of be like the good yeah the so good i'm trying to part. think I, you know it's funny i and now that we're kind of doing it twice or uh bi-weekly yeah. i i sometimes forget where we left off right so yeah. i think the last podcast we talked about the fact that he officially bought twitter yes. yep but obviously in those two weeks uh everything has happened. kind of gone off the rails again yep. and it's uh it's just entertaining to watch right so i think the latest is that like 75 percent of their workforce has either been fired or left the company yeah. um and the funny thing is you don't notice any any issues with the service right yeah so (laughs) So. when they when what initially happened was when he bought it like joe said a bunch of people left or he fired them or whatever because 
of the fact that I think one was no one wanted to go into the office or some that sort was of one part of, the of it. Things. And then on top of that, he's like, what do all these people do? He's like, we have like a team of whatever it is now that's doing the same exact thing that this yeah. team of three times was doing had, before, right? I think, that, I think when he took it over, they had 7,500 employees. Mm. And, uh, yeah, now they're down to, like, a skeleton crew or suppose, you know. Sure, yeah. You know, I mean, and the media is, like, the media wants it to fail so bad. I know, Like, they're yeah. frothing at the mouth, like, just wanting it to go bad. Well, and, there was so and many it's reports not, of it. things like, okay, what's going on? There here? was a bunch of reports of, like, Twitter going down or if this goes down. But it's, like, why would you tweet that Twitter's going down? That wouldn't necessarily make any sense of it going down. Yeah. Like, you know, right? And, um... I know a bunch of people were hating on the scale of the $8 per month uh, verification stuff. Even well, we kind of joked about that. Like It's gone now, right? I mean, what's well, gone? The the he's not charging eight dollars anymore. It's Is like it? it was on, and then I think he canceled it as fast. Because what ended up, ended up happening, I don't know if you caught this, right? Was no, I don't know. They implemented the eight dollar thing where you instantly get a blue check mark if you're yeah. paying. They give you a blue check mark. So immediately the trolls f- jumped in and paid eight dollars, and so all of a sudden you had like. LeBron James with a blue check mark, and it wasn't yeah. LeBron James, right, right? Right, right? So he's like, okay, this is a mess. So I think as fast as they started, it's it's been it's been killed again until yeah, they can kind of figure it out. I'm not too sure. I know that he were was doing some of like the polls to kind of catch the bot accounts, which was kind of helping things. Like, yeah, yesterday. well, I mean, they did the thing with Trump too, right? So, yeah, I mean, and I think that was like it was like a two for one. Like they were po- posting that up to kind of see if they should. Um, get him back on the site or whatever but also like because you could do like geolocation with that as well to see like where all these like mass like poll votes are coming from and everything like that so i think it was like a two-for-one trap like he got like he got a bunch of the bots out of there i think he said there was 134 million views on that poll yeah 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 yeah, and there was even there's like 52 million votes or something like that so yeah it was crazy and then it was weird too because uh, and and not to like stay on the topic of like this too long of us because I know there's a lot of people that don't really like him now anymore that he's taken over Twitter like or oh no everybody hates him oh, yeah the, the liberal just side kind of, of like the, yeah. a, just like a switch that flipped or something I mean maybe that's how it looks at least to me um, but there was a bunch of his I guess former employees like calling him out on Twitter. And then he just like fired them on Twitter. It was like so ironic. It was like uh, someone was like saying something and I, I don't know. It, it was just weird. Weird this series of events that happened. But yeah, I mean, there were there were there were current employees of Twitter that were like basically trashing. Elon Musk on Twitter. Right. And he's like, okay, yeah, you're fired. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, I, you know, it, like, okay, that does, you know, and that doesn't even have to do with his name, right? It doesn't even have to do with Elon Musk. That's like if your boss in general, right? Like you were to try to one up your boss on a public platform, yeah, you'd, obviously you'd, you'd end get up fired. getting the axe, right? So, did you see the other thing was, um, uh, so everybody was pitching a freaking fit about the fact that he was killing all of the uh, perks. What's all the these stupid perks that um, were being oh, offered. Oh, yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the that. the list was just... Re- I mean, I, I couldn't well, even believe I was listening to some of this The one thing shit. that stuck out to me was the $400 daily spending limit for food. Yeah, like, well, that was that costing was like, them like $4 million a year right, just well, to pay for lunch yeah. for employees. And he killed that program. And, and, of course, everybody's freaking out at Twitter going, oh, how could you do that? And it's like, 
99.9% of, of American workers, right, yeah. don't get their lunches picked up by the company. Well, no, I mean, that's, you know, that's not wrong. I mean, I have a friend that actually gets his lunch paid for by his boss, but we're talking like maybe like a $20 yeah. lunch, right? We're not talking $400 per meal, right? That's well, just kind of there ridiculous. there was dry cleaning, there was pet sitting services, there was all of this shit that was yeah. like... And I, I get it. Hey, if you're on the receiving side of that, you know, you want it, right? And you probably get uh, entitled to it, I guess, over time, right? But yeah. I'm like... The reality is when you have somebody who says, starts to look at it and say, you know, this company's not making any money, and uh, we got to start tightening the belt. Hey, welcome to the real world, man. You, no, you don't get I, that I, shit. I agree, and I also think that there was a lot of jobs that they found that oh, weren't like God, uh, yeah. real, like not real jobs, but um, not like as beneficial or not right. as you know, like you said, they're cut. They're going down to like a more bare bones team, and yep. we've seen that it still operates the same. So it's just like a bunch of people entitled to, I guess, the old customs that they had previously. Yep. Now, I um, I. Oh, God, what was I going to say? God damn it. Oh, yeah, they're trying to move it to a uh, streaming platform. Like, I think he's trying to get, like, uh, I know they're doing, like, the World Cup coverage, and they're trying to outsource YouTuber, like, YouTubers, like, to give them 10% more than YouTube would give them. Because he's trying to make it more of, like, oh, a TikTok mean, he's trying platform. To bring, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's going to be something interesting that we're going to see. I know that well, he Well, I know was, there was all that rumors about uh, him paying a billion dollars to... Uh, Mr. Beast, yeah. Well, no, I, I heard, like, uh, the, the Logan Paul was on that, too. Uh, he was okay. trying to get him to come over and do Vine and stuff like that. And I don't know if there's any reality to it. I think it was just kind of a Twitter exchange where... You know, there was like, oh, I'll help out for, you know, the right amount of money and everything's about the money, right? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I saw a thread of tweets. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the gentleman by the name of Fwiz. He's like a, he was in the gaming space for a while and then he switched over to YouTube gaming as like the main content guy. But um, he replied to a thread between Elon Musk and this other guy, uh, Sawyer Merritt, and basically was just saying about. Uh, how he could benefit from YouTube based off of his experience. And he said uh, he ran the gaming. This is Fwiz saying this. He ran gaming at YouTube for almost eight years. YouTube's monetization is pretty damn good, and it would be considered to, considerable to MGs to ensure that this bump, but definitely would draw more eyeballs to the platform. Gaming alone had over 350 million logged in a daily user when I was at YouTube. And then he, Elon Musk said, join Twitter. So he's trying to like, he's yeah, trying well, to build sure, that platform I mean, up, right? Yeah, he's a smart guy, man. Yeah, so, so he's, I uh, think I think there's definitely going to be a, definitely a change to that. Also, uh, I don't want to get too far off the topic, but did you happen to see like any of the day in the lives from the Twitter employees that were like currently working there before he took over and then after the fact he took over? I, I saw that there was a lot of that shit going on. I just didn't really get into it. Okay, so like some of the day in the lives were like, Show up to work at nine o'clock. Go oh, get a coffee. Yeah, yeah, and then, it was just so pathetic. Yeah, it was and like, then, like go attend to one of our meetings. Now that I'm tired, I take a quick power nap. nap. And yeah. then now I go get lunch. And then they had like a wine bar or something on on site. <laughs> yeah. So then they would get wine. Yeah, it was so it and was so disconnected from reality. It was yeah. ridiculous. So then uh, that that's also to say that um, I think that we could be seeing a bigger a bigger picture with the whole Twitter platform. Um, I know this kind of sounds like we're like deriding elon musk at this point but like it's just it's just like when you're looking at it from just a regular person's point of view of just looking as an outsider looking in he's not making crazy moves right it's not no. like 
it's not any normal person or any average person that's looking from an outside looking in and seeing, oh, you're talking back to your boss, chopped. That's fair, normal, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You're getting paid $400 per lunch. Yep. Cut that policy, chopped. It's just like, I don't know where the the hate or the, I guess, the animosity is coming from. Maybe because he leans a little bit, I guess, more towards the right side politically. Well, that I mean, people that's are kind of clearly it, yeah, right? right? He's... he's He's uh, he's opening the the kimono right and and removing a lot of the uh, shackles that were put on I guess conservative people right so I, he yeah. reinstated Trump he reinstated um, uh, Jordan Peterson right and uh, the only yeah. person I think that he hasn't really know, reinstated exactly. was uh, Alex Jones yeah he said that's not going to happen yeah so I mean which uh, makes sense I mean Alex Jones is in his own right like a crazy person if you yeah were to hear I, some I get stuff, that you know? right yeah. Um, I think there is some truth. He also made it made it a point to say that there is no there is no <laughs> I know fr- freedom <laughs> of speech or something, but no freedom of or freedom of reach. So like anything that's considered like hating or like a red flag, it just gets um, what do you call that blacklisted or yeah. whatever, just pushed to the back. Well, I mean, the other thing is he he didn't spend he didn't spend less than ten minutes to start fact checking uh, uh, Biden. Right, so oh, did he? I didn't see some it. of the presidential posts were immediately fact checked because that's the long running thing, right? Is all these conservatives were getting nailed with these uh, fact checks, and the and liberals never did, right? And then all of a sudden they started fact checking Biden, and, you have to <laughs> and that was like that. a shitstorm. Yeah, what was that? Like- so I forget. It was something about uh, he was talking about how um, Social Security recipients were getting the highest. Um, increase in their social security benefits in whatever it was, 30 years or something like okay. that, right? So he was basically taking credit for this, you know, massive pay increase in, in social security. But what what you don't, you know, if you're looking at that, you're going, oh, that's wonderful, right? But the reality is it's based on the inflation rate. Mm. So the only reason that the seniors are getting this this big bump in their social security is because inflation has gone through the freaking roof, right, right, right. right? So it's not necessarily a good thing, right? You're getting more money, but you're also paying a shitload more for everything you're buying. So it's a wash, right? And he had nothing to do with it. So it was like he was just taking he was trying to take credit for you, okay. it. And so the fact check was basically giving it the context that it was missing, mm. which is something that they've done all the, uh, a bunch of times with you know uh, with a lot of the uh, the right. And so that was like immediate. And of course, you know, people get all pissed off about it. No, fair enough. And it was just, you know, it was just a legitimate, legitimate uh, fact check in the sense of the word, right? So, yeah. you know, he's I, been doing a lot of that. And that's the thing where I, and that's, it's very interesting you bring these, that point up because as someone who's not seeking political news, you'll never know about that. Like, I'll never no. know, I would, I would know, otherwise never know about that, right? And I, I always find it interesting when you, when someone that is a little bit more involved with politics, they find the nuggets that people who are just kind of, let's just say, in the middle or not necessarily seeing that information, you would never know about it, right? Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I, that's my mistake is I, I go about my day assuming that everybody, you know, kind of watches political news or listens to political news yeah. podcasts like I do, right? So... I, I always kind of go by the assumption that everybody's at least got some, I, I don't want to say education, but, uh, you know, has visibility Background. into a lot of what's, a lot of these things that are going on. And then the reality sets in that, like, 
Yeah, people aren't like me, right? They're, they're, they could give two shits about watching Fox sure. News or CNN, right? They don't. They don't care. They just they catch it on you know it, whatever it is the or mainstream the big, news that comes on yeah. for thirty minutes, or they hear about it just you know anecdotally, and they just don't follow it. And that's I, I think that was the reason why the Hunter Biden laptop story was such a big deal, right? Because you know uh, the media suppressed it, even though it was all real. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, guys like me knew about it. Um, but yeah, I could see how people just yeah. It, it, it's just something where I, I feel like if you're in the space, you definitely understand that information. I mean, right? It's the same thing that we, we could talk about with like NFTs or crypto. Yeah, if, you're in, if you're in the space, you're well, knowing we're all this. Talk that, about that. We are definitely going to talk <laughs> about that. And don't worry, that's that's all my things things to talk about. But it's like if you are someone that is in the space, you'll know like the smaller uh, hiccups that pop up versus the larger ones, and then obviously. Like you said, the Hunter uh, Biden laptop, that yep. would be like the FTX bank, like that, yeah. whole, which we'll get into soon. So um, kind of staying on the topic of streaming, I saw this uh, clip or this post from, uh, I guess it came from Netflix announcing that Chris Rock will make history as the first artist to perform live on Netflix, which uh, I never thought, uh, I never understood why they didn't act on this sooner. I feel like Netflix having the huge platform that they have would be a great contender with live streaming or live capabilities. I know um, we recently bought Hulu Live, which is the television version of Hulu, so you could see everything live yeah. and sports, sports events and everything. I don't think Netflix ever had anything like that, and now well, I guess he's uh, going to be the first person to do that. I would imagine that, uh, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I mean, fundamentally, I, there's probably some behind-the-scenes technology differences between live streams and you know, uh, uh, recorded streams, right? Um, uh, yeah, I would absolutely, I, I would absolutely agree. I think this this could be the start of something great. Where, imagine, like, think about the like from a content creator's perspective. If you were one of those people that got approved to stream on the platform, the amount of eyeballs and the amount of monetization that could go into that creator, right? Like that could be like a huge opportunity for a lot of these guys. Obviously, Chris Rock being established, he doesn't necessarily need that. But think about like the up and coming guys who sign like a a five-year Netflix streaming deal, right? Like that could be a yeah. that could be a huge spot where there's not currently a space for that that they could implement in because we've never had a a, a stream a paid streaming service, I guess, like entry like a barrier like that before. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, you you um, I mean, YouTube's got um. Like well, all of them do. I think like uh, like doesn't Rumble and and YouTube have like um, you can pay to kind of have special access to YouTube channels and stuff like that. I'm not too familiar. I'm saying more so like paying for a subscription to then where you could see everything from. So you're paying yeah. Netflix yeah, to yeah, get yeah. into their platform, and then from there it's all free. But like you just have to pay that uh, that entry barrier, I guess you could say that that entry wall, the firewall there. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think it could be a good opportunity. It, it would be something that I feel like a lot of people wouldn't expect, or maybe they necessarily wouldn't expect it, but they wouldn't be surprised if it did happen, right? So that's something that could come come to fruition. Um, I guess now that we kind of grazed over the topic and we have a couple other lighter topics that we'll kind of end on, we can get into the meat and potatoes with this whole, uh, I guess, FTX. Oh, boy. Yeah, FTX thing. And kind of, I guess, if we wouldn't mind, just I, I, I could give a little background of what it is and then you could kind of go from there if that's cool. Yeah, sure. All right, sweet. So FTX, the for people who don't know, is a cryptocurrency company. 
It's a Bahama-based cryptocurrency exchange. Now, keep in mind, I don't know all the logistics. Because from what I understand, this is like a iceberg scenario where you know the top and then there's like a bunch of yeah, undercarriage and, I, yeah. and all that different type of jazz. So they are Bahama-based cryptocurrency exchange. So think like Coinbase or Binance, one of those big companies where you could exchange crypto. It was founded in 2019. It peaked in 2021, having over 1 million users, was the third largest cryptocurrency exchange by volume. And November 11th, which was nine days ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, has been bankrupted and they're following up in court trying to, I guess, liquidate their crisis or Yeah, it is, so, it is a complete freaking shit show. May I, I mean, add that the CEO and the team working around this, there were like a polyamorous or... Well, you, <laughs> so, I mean, like, that, I mean you, we I just talked what, about how like, you know, people don't really have visibility or knowledge to, you know... Um, if, if you're not like if you're not closely following yep. this stuff, right? You you kind of look at it and you go, okay, it's FTX. It's the second largest global uh, crypto exchange on the planet, right? Yep. So you're, you're you know you equate that to like a bank, right? So you're thinking, okay, they're the second largest one. So that's like you know that's like J.P. Morgan, right? They sure. they must be legit, right? Yeah. And um and and you know you don't if you're not following, right? You 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 haven't seen like these videos of these the people that are running this company being interviewed on these mm. podcasts and you're like if you saw any of the videos of these people talking you would have instantly taken your money and you would have run as fast as you could well, have possibly done I, and we just talked about that with elon he talked to the guy from no more than five minutes but the guy had like when he was trying to acquire twitter he was willing to give him like a, a lump sum of like billions of dollars and him being a guy that's like intelligent being obviously a rich person i, I saw this clip on joe rogan but he was like, yeah, if you're having all this money liquid, you're not running the business how it's supposed to be, right? Like, yeah. He's, so his bullshit meter was going off immediately, but I'll let you continue what you were saying. Yeah, no, no. I mean, but so, I mean, they, um, so the, the way this whole FTX thing was apparently working was, right, it, it was this crypto exchange, which means that people basically, you know, would buy and sell crypto and would basically place it in holding with FTX as an exchange. So right. they would actually sort of be like the bank for your crypto, any of your crypto purchases. Real quick to add on to that. And what Joe's saying with that being like, this is the like the simplest or the easiest way, I guess, that you could say that the Web 2 generation could get into the Web 3 generation because this is like their middleman to getting into that, yes. right? It's like essentially a Coinbase where... You could buy it directly from Coinbase. They charge a little yeah, well, fee. I mean, it's or, exactly like you know Coinbase. what I mean. Coinbase is a is a crypto exchange. So, so they're taking advantage of people who are not necessarily experts, or if they are experts in the space, but predominantly people who are transferring fiat like through this exchange right. in an easy the easiest way. So I mean, in theory, the way they were supposed to be in theory, an exchange makes money by basically a cashing fee. in on the transactional fees, right? So they're not and you as a like say I buy 10 bitcoin, right? It's sure. 500 million or 50 million dollars sure. or something like that, right? They they would get, you know, whatever it is, a 1% transaction fee. That's how they in theory they're supposed to be making their money. Right, and then they're holding my fifty million dollars in Bitcoin, just like a bank would. And in their prospectus or in their, you know, their their T's and C's, it basically says that we are not doing anything with your 
your crypto, right? Yeah. It's it's in there. It's it's there, right? So everybody's assuming that okay, they're holding my thing and they're making money on the transactions or they're making money on you know maintenance fees for the account, whatever's predetermined, right? Mm-hmm. When the reality is, what's going on is this dude has apparently been um, taking all of the deposits. And then he was basically funneling it off to this Alameda Capital, which mm-hmm. was like a subsidiary that was run by his girlfriend. And I'm telling you, if you saw She's, the interviews of her, yeah, you would have been like, what the I, f, I saw, f is going on here? I saw here, two right? clips and she was like... And we're not talking like tens of thousands of dollars. No, we're talking no. hundreds of millions of not, if not billions, billions of dollars. Of, I was gonna say, yeah, if not and billions. this chick was in charge of it. And yep. I'm I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> right. And again, I up until this happened, right? This is public domain information, right? She yeah. did it on this podcast, right? Yeah. But you know, if you're not following it closely, you would never have seen it. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was crazy. So that was part of it. Then I think the other thing, and the reason that it all blew up was, I mean, this shit was going on and no one knew anything or nobody no, yeah. cared, right? Yeah, nobody, yeah. Everybody kind of knew it and was they, shady, but no one said anything, And they right? actually reached out to Coinbase and were like, hey, we just blew through all of our money. Could you like front us or you know cover well the, so the- so what happens is they they apparently created the F- ftx crypto coin okay so they kind of created their own crypto coin right and they basically do what crypto coins do right they they issued and i don't know the exact numbers but they issued i don't know x uh, amount sure. like four billion dollars worth of these crypto coins mm-hmm. and they actually got um some of these big hedge funds to actually pay for it mm-hmm. like uh i forget who it was i don't know if it was sequoia but it, it, i know kevin kevin lowry or kevin o'lowry or larry or whatever. o'leary yeah the one that's on shark tank he was like a big supporter behind it too like i don't know if he knew exactly what was going on but yeah, he was like advocating I, for it heavily i don't know if these people so i mean it's like the tom brady's and the yeah, shaquille sure. o'neal's and the steph curry's and i'm sure they all got like hey we'll give you one percent of the crypto coin if you promote it right and they're all sitting there going and i know like in Tom Brady's case, I heard the rumor was that on paper he thought he was worth six hundred and fifty million dollars, right? Okay. And he really he's you know he he's going to end up with nothing, and he's also going to get sued, right? Um, Who Tom Brady is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, every, all the stars are getting sued because it, you know of this conspiracy yeah, that yeah. they were basically promoting and and stuff but so anyway yeah so they created this ftx coin they actually got um new york city or, or legitimate uh brokerage houses on wall street to actually pay in and fund it and buy some of this crypto coin but we're really unraveling this is freaking brilliant in my book <laughs> is the 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 main competitor to ftx is this company called binance yeah binance and binance is the biggest crypto trading company right and i, I think it's super might, legit i'm not sure Very if it's legit, a chinese guy or uh he might be indonesian or something right he's he's asia pack but he ended up i guess he looked at it and said yeah this is this is horseshit too like he knew it yeah. and so i don't know exactly what happened but binance bought a bunch of this ftx coin knowing that it was horseshit they bought a lot of it oh really and then they like i don't know if they immediately did it or they waited and then they cashed out of it oh, so shit. they didn't end up losing any money but what happened was is when the, when everybody in the market said, oh, what's going on here? Binance just cashed out of their 50% stake in this FTX coin. 
everybody else cashed out. Oh, and shit. so all of a sudden, it's the Ponzi scheme gets discovered, right? It's how Bernie Madoff got discovered, right? Because all of a sudden, now there's all these requests to get my money out, and the money's not there, and yeah. they can't pay it. So they're like, yeah, we, we, uh, we're delaying you know, paying you out. And that's how it got exposed. So the guy who runs the number one crypto exchange and the number one competitor of ftx was the one who pretty much buried these guys and, shit, and, and yeah. like disclosed the whole thing yeah binance has been around for great. years i mean no, it's, yeah. seriously it's a movie man <laughs> yeah and but i i tell you i watched those videos of this chick talking and i was just brain cells or what i and the, it's amazing i mean it, it, and obviously this guy was donating heavily to all the uh, I, I you know you hear that it's mainly uh it was mainly democratic funding so i was uh, that's where I, but I, I, a, I know I that he's also that. been given the republicans and stuff like that so he was obviously just pumping this money out to just uh, who knows like elevate his profile stroke his ego yeah, I, it, I, you know was, so this is the biggest example of how i guess the now I'm going to kind of reference it back to the Web3 had a reach on kind of everyone's daily lives because that FTX coin, I first heard about that because they actually sponsored an esports team by the name of TSM. It was TSM FTX. Now all this stuff's coming out and they're dropping the name and everything like that because they're like, yeah, this is, this yeah, is not going to be had, a good look, right? They this had is stadium be deals. They, stadium uh, they financed, that, yeah. the, or they were the sponsor for the Mercedes F1 Formula yeah. 1 team. Yeah, they, had a, a lot of of, they had a lot of real-life things that they implemented besides just Web3. Yeah. Um, but I they were basically clip, taking, article, they were taking people's money and basically using it as a bank yeah. for themselves. Now, going back to what we talked about, they had 10 people in the Bahamas that were like all in like sleeping with each other he's like it was like a weird yeah, ass fucking thing you know thing. look I, I heard those stories and yeah. it, it's almost irrelevant to the story it, yeah, it, it, it kind of so shows weird. how effed up yeah. it was but I mean who really cares yeah right? and they I mean, paid this YouTuber to go up to that like record like a day in the life or something like that and like they were just like he was just saying like why he does it or what his drive is and he's just like I just want to help people and all this stuff yeah, yeah, and yeah, come yeah, to yeah, find yeah, out yeah, he's like is. fucking up everyone's like you know money oh, yeah. you know so that happens I also heard that the guy that was uh, that did the movie um, mil uh, Million Dollar Ball or million, uh, what was it? The baseball movie? Million uh, Dollar Money Ball. Money uh, Ball, yeah, yes. Yeah. He was actually doing a live piece on that guy when this whole thing went down. So if he has a documentary coming out, I would say that's going to be a must uh, watch. Exposing it or so promoting he, it? No, so he was there before everything came out, right? This all came down, like, uh, what was it, February 11th or February 10th? Yeah. He was there before that happened of just kind of like, yo, like, what's your drive to do all this? How did you get this empire of billions of dollars to do all this? It happened, and I guess he's still talking with him or... He's still going to go through with like making this film or making some sort of documentary of the whole collapse. So it'll be like yeah, a, it's, it's like just like what are the timing? What are the odds of that happening? Um, I have a timeline here. I found this off of Twitter, so you know don't necessarily take it to heart. But it said in April 25th, Biden announced his presidential campaign. 13 days later, Sam Bankman Fried, uh, I guess that's the guy's Freed, name, yeah. Fried, uh, son of Barbara Fried. Uh, who was a professor and co-founder of the Political Fundraising Corporate uh, Mind the Gap, launches the FTX crypto exchange. The company or the exchange magically is an overnight success. FBF becomes a, the biggest donor to Biden. Election day, FTX implodes completely. If you think the scandal is done, it gets even deeper. Gabe uh, Bankman Fried, the brother of Sam, also the former Jade Street trader, is funding guarding against the pandemics. 
He was later er, legislative component for the U.S. House of Representatives and an advisor to the large political donors to the Democrat Party. The, the oh my god these are all these people that are in the aunt of the frieds was the wef member on the global agenda council in the aging the father joseph bankman is a stanford professor who had lobbied on behalf of the hedge fund yeah, managers and, and he they've got some sort of relationship with uh gensler who is the uh, securities and exchange yes, commission that, yep. head yeah I, I, mean, didn't know how, just, I didn't know how cheap it was. Oh, it is just freaking and then ugly. It's seriously it was, ugly. So they're thinking that this is a massive uh, massive money laundering operation that's just been broken open. Because, yeah. like, how did all these people get billions? Like, they're talking about, like, his mom and dad being professors at Stanford. MIT and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like, how how is this, like, a billion-dollar thing? And um, they've, they've spent over a billion dollars in, for the Democratic Party of the 2024 thing. So, like, that's why I said that. I don't know how true some of that information is, but it, on on the surface level, it's an iceberg where it's like a little bit up at the top, but then you see down yeah. below of everything that's kind of going on behind the scenes, and it's just got you thinking, like, what the hell's going on here? Oh, it is seriously, seriously ugly, and they're and they're basically saying that. Uh you know, because of all the political donations, that's the reason why the dude's not even arrested yet, right? Because, I mean, it is it is so oh, clear. Really? Well, I mean, it's so clear that this is just blatant, you know, fraud, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can't hide behind what what's happened. And, and uh, apparently there was not even a board of directors on their team. Well, like, so, I mean, I, I think on the, the, the guy who... So he quit, right? And they... And I guess they've hired this guy who actually was the one who stepped in when they were blowing up Enron and trying to recover all this money. So the guy who's now the CEO of this company is the guy who you know helped liquidate Enron. Um, and so he was appointed, I guess, by the court or something like that. But this guy, he he's not even there a week, and he's like, he goes, "This is the most blatant, Ponzi you game. know, most blatant uh, um, uh, corruption and just poor use and implementation of the rules that he's ever ever seen in a company." Yeah, I mean, I I think it's one of those situations where people from the outside were just waiting for one one of those crypto scams to kind of just fall, and this was just the biggest one by far. Well, and then we're talking about how like a week before this whole thing came down, this guy had a crypto summit with like Bill Clinton speaking. Oh yeah, you know, I did see that. It was like it was like a two thousand dollars. Bloom was there, and uh, yeah, it was it was just like oh my god, like you know all these people, and it it, just shows you. No, pay me, and I'll show up and talk about anything, and it's just like oh, it's a mess. Yeah, I mean, he like I said, man, he was worth or. I don't, his company not worth was worth anything yeah, now, right? He they, was, yeah, he was worth billions they, uh, of dollars, and now he's worth nothing. They also declared bankruptcy right after all of this. They're getting exposed, and there were reports of him taking a private jet from Bahamas. Yeah, to Argentina. Argentina. I don't think that happened, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's uh, it, it's 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 quite the tale, and it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I mean, the bottom line is, I mean. I, I would think the credibility of crypto has just got to be a complete rock bottom at this point. It's interesting it's, that that I think Bitcoin's down to now sixteen k. Yeah. So it was sort of in that twenty k range for probably the better part of a year, and then it you know this thing dropped at about four k. And I don't know. I mean, I uh, I mean it's pretty clear to me that if you invest in crypto, you got some serious. You know, you got some, some intestinal balls. fortitude because yeah. it is just, it's a freaking wild, wild west. Absolutely. I think this is definitely like probably one of the lower points that we've had over the past couple of years. Um, I don't know the exact numbers, but I think like the whole market's down like 70% or something like that. So yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a rough scene right now. I think that it's just a setback while we were kind of on the down 
the down right now. So when when you know time, I, I'm always like a believer that it will come back. And obviously, like you you're saying, it kind of just goes up and down, ebbs and flows, right? So I think it'll come back up here soon. Um, it's going to be a cold winter, I think. So. We'll just have to hold back and kind of wait to see what happens with that. Well, I mean, I think what everybody's expecting at this point is now, you know, all the the government is going to really f it up because they're going to get involved. Now they're, you know, now they're going to regulate the shit well, out of it, and it's going to be a freaking shit show. And one thing we missed on this, and we could kind of end it on that too, is there was apparently the world's first auditing company, Web three auditing company. And they were... What the uh, hell is Web3? I mean, honestly. Uh, that's just like crypto. I love NFTs. these terms. Web2, yeah. Web3. Like, so uh, think of okay, Web2. What the hell is Web2 Web and Web2 is like .com. That's just like .com era of things. Just like regular. Oh, okay. Go on your computer. Do it. Anything like that. Web3 is crypto, NFTs, anything in the other side of like... Because I thought Web3 was like the VR, AR... Oh, I mean, it could be. I don't like know. Like Web2. Yeah, Web1 was, was .com. Web2 was crypto and nft <laughs> oh, no. and web3 is because uh, web3 isn't really here yet no i think i mean it, it could I that's could see the metaverse. vr i could see vr being a part of that yeah i could see that but no I, when i say web3 it's like nfts and crypto more more or less uh, okay well I, all right so yeah. um but yeah apparently this there was is a, this is the issue right well, what, are we, you know, <laughs> yeah. what are we talking about here? yeah well there's no there's no uh there's no i guess guidelines um 40 minutes in and the camera has not overheated Way to go, It's been GoPro. 40 minutes? Yes. Holy shit. We were kind of... <laughs> we yeah, talking. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, kudos to GoPro. Again, yeah. I, I need to, you know, hey, I when I was I was venting and uh, pretty harsh itself. on him, and I... Yeah. yeah, RTFM. For those that don't yeah. know what that is, read the manual, and then you'll know what RTFM means. Yeah. Or uh, FTX <laughs> the manual. Um, no. So, uh, real quick, now that we're kind of uh, shifting gears, and this is just like kind of like a more lighthearted topic, I wanted to ask you, right... How much money do you think every single year that Mariah Carey makes off of the 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 Christmas song that she has? Oh, uh, I want from Christmas. I because I can't like I can't. You can't wrap, wrap your head around the the residuals. So that she listen gets paid. here. I can't. This is something that was like unspoken about. Like until like we were in um, Hobby Lobby or something, and I started hearing the music, and then it was funny that like this guy academics I follow posted all I want for. Uh, Christmas is you re-entered the top fifty, and then it said that it had one point eight eight bil- or million streams already, and it's not even Thanksgiving yet. So I want to know how much you think that she's pulling. Well, per I, month. I think I looked up one time because I was curious about that, and it was like um, they get paid like I forget what it was, like a penny and a half a stream or something like that. So okay, yeah, you might you might know the that. Part of it. So I, know, I mean, like, if it was a million streams a day, that's like a hundred grand a day. So that's like three million dollars a month. Uh, so I, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming that I'm, I'm off because the way you're reacting, it's probably so, even more than that. But. So no, yeah, I mean, but t- like according to a 27 re- 2017 report, she earns between six hundred thousand and a million dollars in royal just royalties. Yeah, okay. Per annually, right? With one million, uh, or with two point six million coming in from the united states alone so that's just like i would imagine like retailers and stuff like that maybe playing her stuff or i wonder how that radio stations and yeah i would imagine where that comes from but it's just crazy because she has like an infinite money glitch at this point like she could just like it's just chilling that's why i mean any of these like you know any of these huge rock bands and you know anybody that has this recurring um thing they're 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 just they're 
they got it set. Life, they got yeah. it set. Um, an economics or a yeah, economist who like kind of studied the song, I guess, a little bit more than I have, obviously, said that since um, it started in 1994, he's expected since uh, and this, like I said, came out in uh, 2016 or 2017, was 60 million dollars. So within well, I mean, like a why, short span, uh, this she, is why like Elvis Presley was always on the the richest people list every year, yeah. years after he was dead, right? Because, because he just comes up with he, the, his songs were constantly played. Now, obviously, that's ebbing and flowing over time because people don't even know who Elvis, Elvis Presley is anymore, right? But I mean, <laughs> that's not true. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know it's getting mean. there, I know right? It's only a matter of time before he's kind of you know a distant memory. But I mean, that's why. That's why you know it's it's crazy, right? Yeah, I, mean, I, I get it. No, like that when I heard that, it blew my mind because you just think about it like you, like I said, have an infinite money glitch where every Christmas yeah, well, someone's going to be mean, playing that. Think song. of all the radio stations across the country. Think of Sirius, you know, in the uh, like the stores that are playing. every time they play like a Metallica song. Metallica is right. getting whatever it is. Like I said, yeah. I think it's I. I thought I saw like if it was a really big you know song it's like a penny and a half a, a play right so every time spotify or apple music plays you know you you sit there and you you know you listen to ye right every time you play a ye song right he's getting he's getting those that kickback and it's yeah. you know you go oh it's only like a penny and a half but think about it like no yeah after so if many it's, streams, if it's a million plays right that's you know it's tens of thousands of dollars absolutely. for basically uh, every every month coming in absolutely no i i saw that and i it was I was shocked. I was like, more content, people, content, content. More people it need to be talking about It is all about this. content. That's the um, reason why everybody's so focused on content. You mentioned Yee, and it's funny because uh, where people pri- primarily buy Yee's shoes is StockX, but they're no longer... Uh, StockX pull them? No, no, no. no. Uh, they remove the claims that their, sne- their sneakers are authentic. So they're no longer like authenticizing their shoes, or at least they're not claiming that they're doing it but that was like the main thing with StockX and goat was that they would authenticize their shoes now it's uh now they're authenticate what the hell did you just say authentic what authenticizing <laughs> what did i say you just I made up a word okay dude. <laughs> i didn't even shit. realize they are no longer authenticating their shoes so i i don't know if that's a smart business plan or if that was like i wonder miss- if they were getting massively burned on that I well mean, why there was, a, there was a rumor a couple years ago that they weren't even doing it anyway they would get sent real shoes and then some of the employees because i guess they weren't from a re- remote locations would just swap the shoes for fake shoes and keep the real ones and send the fake ones that get was like a, the hell out. that was like a that was like a rumor that a couple of years back i don't know if anything i never used i mean i never bought anything from StockX. so i mean unless yeah. i got it you know directly from adidas i never bought shoes yeah i mean i just went to as a matter of fact i want to vent about adidas as efforts they're still hold i mean oh. they, they refunded me on the one pair i had the two pairs of yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so um you joe bought two pairs of shoes a couple yeah, weeks ago so i mean the the one pair they refunded my money they were both easies right yeah okay they're both easy the second the one uh, you, uh, or, fedex canceled. claims they delivered and they didn't right. um is that the one was, you got your money back for i haven't no that's the one i haven't got my okay, money back right. they were supposed to do an audit and i don't know so i'm so you're out 220 dollars essentially 210 dollars right now Jeez, man, that's rough. That's yeah. really rough. I mean, I uh, so I went to New York yesterday, and I was like, I, I would always go to the Adidas store just like to kind of see if they would have the Yeezys in stock, or or like see if they had anything like that. But I, I just like my my main focus yesterday was I, I preferred to go to Nike over Adidas, and that was like the main thing. Like, cause it was weird thinking about it. I was like, 
should I go to there to see if they're, I was like, oh, wait, he's not even, his shoes yeah, are no not shoes even there. there. Yeah, but um, they have, a, I, like, I always like Adidas stuff. Like, I do like their, like, track pants are really nice. They have a couple cool things, but um, I went to Nike and. Um, so how was the vibe up there, man? It was, it, like, it was good. Yeah, I mean, I like, so a couple years back, me, you, and Noah went, and you took me to that, uh, like, the meat packing district it's yeah, called. Yeah, Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea area. And I really like the vibe of that. Like it's like co- cobblestone floors, and it was just really like really cool. Like yeah. I, I definitely like it. It's more like I guess like localized. I guess versus like localized with her Hermester. Yeah, cool. that's why I put it. <laughs> that's why I put it in quotes. Yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to like Times Square, where you have like shoulder to shoulder touching. Times Square is a friggin' yeah. So it's a we went around there, and it was great. I mean, we had a good time. We went to the Chelsea Market, got to see all like the. All the different shops in there. They had like the lights all around New York. Um, you could definitely tell it's a little bit different, just a little bit. Like obviously, like I feel like there is I don't know maybe a sense of like not people not wanting to be super super close to each other anymore. Even though it's like ironic because it is New York. But from what I've experienced, it was it was you know pretty normalized. I guess you could say yeah, as, that's as, good. as, yeah. as much as it could. We went to the uh, the Starbucks thing that we talked about. I got this coffee in there. It's the um, it's growing on me, by the way. Good, good. I'm glad you like it. It's a uh, it's a whiskey or oh, aged whiskey barrel coffee. No whiskey is in, infused with it, but it was like the way that the beans were they aged. It they was put in the, the whiskey beans barrel, in right? a whiskey barrel. Yeah, so, so you can definitely taste the whiskey. Oh my god, it's so good. I, I tried it yesterday and I immediately bought it. Now it was forty two dollars per bag, so I kind of have and some reserves about that. It's not a pound bag. It's like no, a, it's, it's like a, a it's a uh, it's like a six ounce bag. Too. Yeah, it's, it's like, not a it's not a huge bag. So definitely for special occasions, I'll bring it yeah. out or something like that. But it was super good. I mean, I never thought I would spend that much money, but I love coffee, right? Like that's that's kind of our thing. We love coffee. I was like, if I'm gonna buy it, I might as well buy a coffee that I truly enjoy. Um, they had a bunch of cool stuff in there, though. They had like oh, so what was weird is. You go in, the downstairs is where it's like like a lounge yeah, area. Yeah. There was no uh, barista there. I, I don't know if they were maybe on lunch or no one was like ordering. You couldn't get the flight there. So you had to go to the main, the second story and order your stuff there. So I don't know if they, they, uh, they might be uh, uh, having, They might be having a head, uh, head count. Maybe. People. That, well, they had a thing on this door that said help. Help, yeah, uh, it doesn't surprise me. Like so, I mean, that might be it because I mean, uh, you always went downstairs and basically yeah. got service. There's down always there. like two or three yeah, baristas yeah, yeah. that would circle around, and um, there wasn't there wasn't that this time. Maybe I just caught it on the bad day. But it was funny though. We went there, and three or four of the current employees were outside striking oh, against Starbucks because they're like. There's mold in the machines or something <laughs> weird, and they took they had actual signs with the pictures and oh, stuff like that. Oh god! And my friend Wade, he just likes to mess with them. He came over. Them. What did he? He said, "Are you guys still clocked in?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're getting paid." And he's like, "No fucking way!" And then he just walked away from them. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, they're actually out there still getting paid, and he was just like, "Well, now with them. you know why there were no baristas downstairs because yeah, well, they're, they're out on the freaking picket line." Yeah, so what, um, I mean, what were they bitching about? They so they, union there or there was there was a thing that said there's their health conditions are not up to standard, and they were basically saying that we we're gonna stay on strike until they fix the problem of the dirty uh the dirty work environment and i guess there was more to it because that's the main thing yeah, that well, they, there had to be something there I mean, was what's... more to it because th- the first thing was don't go in don't go in because there's mold 
but then they had a whole like section of like a stand where they had uh, info packets. So I would imagine yeah, there's a little bit more to yeah. They it want than more that. money, or maybe something. more Come money on. to clean it. So like they no, would want more shit. money to clean. It's, no, no, the employees want more money per hour to have to clean up the mess. Okay, that, maybe, you know. but I mean it. Um, it it's. That's the that's the bait, right? It's, uh, always, it's got mold. There's always something. First of all, if you know anything about New York, right? The, they they inspect yeah, no, the they have, shit out of that they have, stuff, right? They and, even inspect the wood. Like yeah, there was like and, some and, wood. And I'm that, sure they have the A plus certificate yes, right there at the yes. door, meaning that it's passed with flying colors, right? Yeah. And mold and that kind of shit would, would never not ever yeah. pass. I mean, we right? were in, so you know it's a crock. We of went shit. to a Chick Fil A and we were waiting by the bathroom, which was fucking bullshit. They made you have to. Bathrooms for customers only. So I got a cup of water, which is free, by the way. I got a receipt in the bathroom. The bathroom number's on there. Bullshit, by the way. Anyway, uh, we were sitting by the bathroom, and the wood it had like a little thing on it, and said this wood was made with like no germ-free chemicals or something. So like everything, I feel like in New York, as much as people want to say that it's dirty on the outside, there is a lot of regulation. I feel like that goes like you said. Like they have to have that A, yeah, the A plus rating or whatever it is. Got a certificate. Yeah. So they they had that, but uh, a couple years back, but but the time before I went with you, we went to the Kith store, and there's like Kith, I guess, uses like fur for some of their shoes, and we were going into the Kith store, and there's people outside protesting against animal rights stuff. And I'm like, why is it every time that I want to go into a goddamn store, there's someone protesting about it? Now, I would never buy these shoes because they're hideous, for one. But it's like, it just makes you feel terrible going in there. Yeah, you're, like, yeah, yeah. you're getting, like, That's the whole going point. in. They're like, don't go in there. There's, uh, you know, animal cruelty, and they're holding that's, up pictures of, like, that's dogs That's why you stuff. order on the internet. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> you don't I mean, have to deal with any yeah. freaking widgets and people um, and stupid shit. Well, what else happened when I was up there? They, uh, you know, like I said, they were really decorated. Um, they had the uh, the tree getting set up. It was all in scaffolding though, so we couldn't see that. They said it was supposed oh, to be Rockefeller up. Plaza. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, bunch of cool little stuff though. Like it was good to see the the like the ice skating people were still out ice skating. A bunch of cool little like holiday stuff to get you into the spirit of of Christmas coming up in, in the holidays. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool. always cool. I don't um, miss New York at all. I can't remember the last time I was there. I really? really? I, I thought you went recently, didn't you? Mm, like when the whole monkeypox thing was going down? And you were like, I have to go up there. And I was like, oh, you're going to get monkeypox. I think I took a day trip, but that was in the summer. Uh, actually, it was early in the summer. So it was probably like May. So I, I've only been up there like once this entire year. Like in in New York City. Well, if you and Noah want to go back up, I'll definitely take along for a day yeah, trip. I don't really, I mean. You don't have any interest in going? I don't. I, I just, I don't know. Maybe um, to go up for the... We have to go to Chelsea, that area. I feel like that's a nice little area. It is. Go, I mean, it's yeah. a fabulous area, but it's... I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to... Yeah, I don't know. Well, what the... Yeah. Well, it, it's one of those... It's a situational thing, because I didn't think I was going to like it as much, and then we went up there, and it was super... It was it was dope. Like, bro, I'm telling you, the food up there is so... Oh, my God. I forgot how good that some of the food up there is compared to, like, around here, bro. It's delicious. You paid for it, though, I'm sure. Oh, geez. Yeah, I told I told, <laughs> I was telling Ida, um, my girlfriend, she ordered a, uh, a steak sandwich. It was, like, $40 for a steak sandwich <laughs> and fries. And you can't even read the menu because it's all in French. <laughs> like, what uh, the fuck? That's freaking beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Why would you go to a French restaurant and order a steak sandwich, first of all? Um, it, yeah, it was good. It was good, though. It was really delicious. Um. Oh, oh get shafted, buddy! It said powering off. I think the juice is out. You might be out of juice. I don't think so. What's the power? 
It says right there. It should be uh, fine. Oh, yeah, it is actually. Huh. Camera lost connection. Well, oh I guess... God. Uh, I, I mean, I only had one more thing to talk about real quick, and then... Oh, God, so all annoying. No, uh, so is. all of a sudden now I'm going to... I mean, so I guess it made... Well, so we're getting better at least. It made yeah. it... Uh, I forget what it was, 45 minutes, 50 minutes. Yeah, so we're at... Oh, 55 minutes. So we almost, uh, we almost made it, man. No, we almost did. That's good. So if I... Maybe just you, lower yeah, it. Lower sure. it instead We're of two K. Maybe to like fourteen forty or something. That should do the trick. Well, I mean, at that point, I must just do ten eighty because I, I, I yeah or I don't, or ten eighty. I don't. I tried uploading the last one at like four K, and I don't think it actually shows up. Yeah, 4K. so then just so do ten eighty. Maybe you got to pay. You got to be a paying uh, dude to get four K up. Who so, knows? So, yeah, anyway, so uh, for those that are listening, I think we're 55 in and we just lost the video, so yeah. camera overheated. So the so. last thing I, I wanted to talk about briefly was a uh, this guy in the inner discord of d- gambling, sports gambling circle, he hit a... Uh, he hit four out of the five parlays for a ten dollar wager. The payout was a hundred and thirty nine thousand seven hundred and sixty. Uh, they actually reached out to him and were like, "Hey, we'll give you uh, twenty five thousand dollars if you cash out early." He didn't take it, and the bet ended up losing to our good uh, Philadelphian Miles Sanders. He actually didn't make the uh, make the bet complete, but I think he had a round robin on it, so he ended up getting paid out maybe like ten grand. So, Jeez. so he ended up hitting ten for ten grand. Um, Obviously, 140 would have been better, but yeah, <laughs> you know, that's that was why just, it's it was, gambling. Yeah, no, it was it was actually crazy. So um, that uh, that didn't happen, but uh, you know, yeah, we fir- you get into those freaking crazy ass parlay bets. That shit's just pure ass luck. It is crazy luck. That's I mean, why they pay out so much. When you pay, yeah, I mean, when you're betting ten dollars to win 140 thousand dollars, you know your odds are super long, and yeah, that shit and, doesn't get paid out very often. And you know, absolutely. you cannot sit there and tell me there's any skill or any analytical Ooh. bullshit in that. You are fucking shit ass lucky. Yeah, and today's Sunday. Last Sunday we had a real or Monday we had a really rough game against the Commanders. We don't even have to go that into it. Bad. That was a fucking shit show dude (laughs) and that game was bad no it was terrible like we even had like a point where we're like okay uh, who was it? Watkins. He had like a long, like it was like a one-on-one catch. Yeah, he, he beat the guy and the dude in the one-on-one. Yeah, like, and then he, he rolled on the ground, got back up, and the guy smacked the ball out of his hands. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, our, it was not a good. It was not a good I week think, for the Eagles. Well, they're playing today, right? Aren't they? They playing? are playing today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Graham hit the quarterback when he took a knee. Like, it was just like a bunch of just small Bullshit things. things yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So I think that's about it. We're gonna go ahead and take pictures of the new T-shirts shortly after, like Joe said. Um, Keep an eye out for Friday. Uh, we're going to hopefully drop those. And then shortly after, I think we talked about the sweatshirts getting in development and getting some cool stuff for that. So, you know, get back into the rhythm of things and get into yeah, full, we'll try uh, and get full some, motion. Uh, we'll try and get some hoodies going so we, we can get those out in the winter. So, yeah, yeah, yeah um, absolutely. So shouldn't take us too long. I mean, I think we love this uh, color change stuff. You'll see it. Um, yeah, it's it's dope. So you guys will definitely check, and then, check it out. Uh, all right, cool. So uh, and maybe we'll have a uh, special Thanksgiving uh, podcast because the family's yeah. coming over. So um, that would be cool. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll do a podcast there. Was we it the did, last Thanksgiving that when there was the a snake was going batshit crazy and was yeah, it Thanksgiving? That was the last time we did it. Yeah, the snake was going nuts and uh, you guys were all freaking out and I oh, had too yeah. much to drink that day and yeah, it was just a mess. Yeah, it was a mess, but it was a good it was a good time. It was a funny memory. I've already been told I'm not allowed to drink this Thanksgiving. So, really? Yes. Well, I'll I mean, bring over some um, whiskey coffee. Mm. You could pretend you're drinking. Yeah, um, no, that'd be cool. So, I mean, uh, yeah, so maybe we'll do a little uh, family uh, podcast, uh, get us kind of warmed up for the uh, the haunt, the haunt, haunt. Oh, geez, yeah, I forgot about that. 
Yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to talk to her about that. Get her on and talk about debriefing the debrief, yeah, debriefing the, the mission. She'll uh, give us the pre the prelim yeah. on the uh, on the haunted house bullshit uh, stuff. Sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I think we All actually right. touched an hour. I don't, I didn't realize we were talking. So yeah, long. yeah, 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 yeah. So all right, cool. Peace out. Uh, sorry the camera didn't make it. You get about fifty five minutes of uh, video and um, about five minutes. Of I don't know video. how the hell I'm gonna. Now I got to cut and paste the freaking audio for the last the last six minutes. So anyway, we'll figure it out. But. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's it. Later, man. We'll catch you and see us on Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving Happy and Thanksgiving. Uh, all those other good things. Peace.